right, ladies and gentlemen, really quick, I just want to tell you about one of our fantastic sponsors, and that is Soldier Girl Coffee Company. So if you are watching the video, you can definitely check out the screen share here. I'm on our website, and you can go to affiliates, or this will be changing to sponsors soon, and click on Soldier Girl Coffee. As it says on the website, Soldier Girl Coffee is a veteran-owned company. Uh, they definitely provide the absolute best coffee I've ever had. Uh, it definitely has the pick-me-up that I need in the morning. If we check out her website, of course, down in the right-hand corner, you can definitely chat with her. You can get exclusive discounts. Discounts she offers to our listeners uh, just by putting your email address in the box on the website. Uh, as you can see right here, she has French vanilla cream, 100% Colombian snickerdoodle Hawaiian hazelnut, and she offers regular as well as CBD-infused coffee. So be sure to go and check out her website. Of course, you can get there by going to our website at businessandbrewshow.com slash soldier-girl-coffee, or you can just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you right here. You click on view products and it takes you over to shop around. She even has a little bit of merch. I know when I ordered uh, my bag of Colombian roast, uh, I really, really enjoy Colombian roast and she has the best Colombian roast that I have ever had. Uh, and of course is a veteran owned business, but I got a sticker as well as a thank you note. Uh, so I really enjoy that so now i have my very own soldier girl coffee mug that i can drink my soldier girl coffee out of so once again right now exclusive discounts just for our listeners everybody drinks coffee whether you're a veteran or a business owner you're going to need it you're going to need it for your staff you're going to need it for your break room you're going to need it for your house so go ahead right now click the link in the description in the show notes uh, right here right now and go get some soldier girl coffee today ladies and gentlemen i am super excited and absolutely have to tell you about a phenomenal way to build your website and keep it up to date my name is Ryan Smeltz, host of the Business and Brew Show and co-host of Veteran Talk Show. And if you are watching this, I want you to pay close attention to my screen share. This is the website of the Business and Brew Show. And the way I am talking about keeping your website, building it, getting it up to date and having it managed is by online Rob. So Rob is absolutely phenomenal. And what I absolutely love about this is he was able to customize the website exactly how I asked him. So as you can see, the homepage has a ton of different pictures from different episodes. Of course, here on the episodes page, you're able to listen on your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Public, iHeartRadio, uh, or CastBox. Uh, you can connect with us, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, listen to uh, the five most recent episodes right here on the website. And of course, you can find our sponsors such as Soldier Girl Coffee and of course, Online Rob. So the best thing about this is, as you can see on my screen, if you're watching, uh, Online Rob is a veteran-owned small business. He will design, build, and manage the entire website for you. That comes with free unlimited updates, a domain name, your business email, and a logo if you need it. All included for our listeners is only $2.99 per year. As it says right on the screen, there are absolutely no contracts and no hidden fees. I handed this to him. He had it back within a very short amount of time. And anytime I need an update or have a question, he is there to help out. So I strongly encourage you, once again, for our listeners, you can go to businessandbrewshow.com slash online dash Rob, or you can click on the link in the show notes. Uh, if you are not watching the video version, the link is definitely in the show notes. Be sure to check out our website. I'm super happy with his work. I'm really excited that I no longer have to figure out where to get an SSL, how to install it. I don't have to install the pixel for my Facebook ads. I don't have to manage any of the analytical tools such as Google Analytics, and I don't have to figure out how to connect the domain or set up a business email. He handles all of that for me for the low price of $2.99 per year. So once again, for our listeners, Online Rob offering this exclusive deal, be sure to go check it out. Make sure when you fill out the form, 
you put that you heard about him from us in the How Did You Hear About Us box uh, business and Brews show or Veterans Hall show. Of course, you can always use my name, Ryan Smeltz. And no longer as a business owner will you have to build and manage your own website. Have online Rob do it for you. Take advantage of this exclusive deal, only $2.99. Per year. Best of all, he can handle everything from, of course, a podcast to an e-commerce site. Uh, no matter what kind of business you run, Online Rob can handle it for you. So go right now, click on the link, fill out the form, take advantage of this exclusive offer, and be sure to put the show name in his How Did You Hear About Us box. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Business and Brews podcast, where our mission is to highlight local businesses and shed light on different industries. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Business and Brew Show. My name, as always, is Ryan Smeltz. And today I'm super excited to have with me Brett of Vet Gigs. Brett, really quick, tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for, for having me on, Ryan. I'm stoked to be here. Um, you know, my name is Brett Courier, as, uh, as you mentioned, um, I'm a management consultant, former Deloitte, uh, and also the CEO of Vet Gigs, in addition to being a 12-year Army veteran uh, with service in OIF. So, um, you know, when I got out, I, I spent a lot of time mentoring veterans and helping them out, um, you know, find their new purpose. Uh, and, you know, Vet Gigs is, is my way to kind of make that effort scalable. Because, um, as we all know, there's just a, a far too common issue with vets, uh, you know, not not necessarily be able to make that transition smoothly, and uh, definitely contributing to uh, the high suicide rate and and um, other mental health issues we face in our community. Yeah, definitely, man. That's awesome. So, you know, helping with transition, you were in yourself, so that's pretty cool. But take us back. Um, just touch briefly on your army career because you're uh, one of a uh, few others. I was in for ten years. You were in for twelve years. So um, just just kind of take us back. Like, what did you do in the army? What made you decide to get out? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, you know, we all have our different stories on why we decided to get out. But uh, yeah, it, I, I was an MP for most of my time, and don't don't hold it against me. A lot of that was as a line MP. You know, didn't get to work Garrison too much. So um, yeah, I spent a good amount of my time in as an MP, some as a religious affair NCO as well. Uh, back then, they called it a chaplain assistant, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, uh, I was in 12 years between my active service and the Army National Guard, but um, quite a bit of that time in the Army National Guard was active as well, um, both as a, as a full-time MP, but also uh, working on the wildfire missions you saw um, out in California, Nevada, and kind of all the Western states. Um, and that was a really fantastic opportunity, uh, just, you know, being able to help uh, boots on ground with community um, you know, helping them, uh, you know, keep looters away from, from their, their burned down remains, their homes, uh, work with my unit to get families in and, you know, rescue what they could. Um, all of it was incredibly rewarding and, uh, just, you know, really, really great experience. Uh, but after, you know, 12 years of that and specifically maybe five, six years out of the fires, uh, it's definitely started taking a toll on my health in addition to all of the things you kind of picked up in Iraq. 
um, you and I were kind of talking about a handful of the issues we experienced earlier. And um, yeah, they do just kind of build up. So at the 12 year mark, I needed to kind of figure out, you know, whether I was going to really make it a career or whether I was going to move on to something else and, and really make my impact in the civilian world. Um, uh, working as a full-time consultant then, and, um, you know, it was definitely taking a toll on my career as well, getting pulled out at, at critical moments, uh, go lives and whatnot um, for, for my National Guard duty. So I uh, decided to, to make my exit and really kind of put um, all my effort into, uh, into my civilian career and consulting. Um, and then, you know, a few years later, after uh, losing, um, you know, I think it was the second of my my third really close battle buddies to suicide, um, I decided to, you know, I, I really need to shift a little bit, still continuing consulting to, to pay bills, but really make an impact um, in a meaningful way in our community. And so that's what really got me into uh, the mentorship within the veteran community and then seeking a way to scale that um, work because there's so many of us who do so much mentorship within the community um, but, you know, after the second, uh, second loss, I, I felt I needed to put something in place, a system in place to scale those efforts and, uh, really introduce new opportunities to our community at, at scale. Yeah, definitely, man. That's, that's awesome. Uh, I was, I was an MP too. So I always joke and oh, say cool. we were the, uh, most professional multi-purpose mop pushing maintenance personnel. And I think you just <laughs> kind of sum that up because you're out here doing chaplains assistant and fighting wildfires and everybody thinks we're, uh, just a bunch of mud puppies. So any, anyways, <laughs> um, it, it, it's really cool how, you know, you kind of had, uh, a decent transition there, especially going active duty to national guard. And then you had your, your consulting. Um, and, and I guess I, I would probably use the phrase that, that you're one of the, the lucky unlucky ones. Cause you, you did lose, a a, a couple friends, uh, to suicide. Um, like unfortunately most of us have. And, uh, and, and unfortunately that, number is uh is on the low side for you or fortunately whichever mm -hmm. way you know so that that motivation to 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 push you into what you're doing to help veterans um i i think kind of leaves a sweet and sour taste in your mouth but i i guess my what i'm getting to brett is my question is it, it, there are so many things that we as veterans uh choose to do to facilitate the mission to stop veteran suicide, what brought you to the decision of, you know, what you're doing with vet gigs and how did you kind of form that initial vision and that goal? Yeah. Um, you know, another really good question. And it's, it started to be a common thread. I was able to tie between the losses I had had, the losses, um, that other battle buddies had experienced. And, you know, we just sit around having beers and we'd, we'd start talking about, you know, really what's causing this, you know, what is leading us as a community? Because, yeah, you know, many of us deal with PTSD issues and whatnot, but I was seeing this in more than just um, combat veterans. I was seeing this issue in battle buddies who, you know, only serve stateside and whatnot. And, you know, they, they just started to feel that they did not have a place in the civilian world. 
And that led to feelings of, of being helpless, hopeless, and worthless, which, you know, as many of your listeners may know, those are kind of the three main characteristics of, of people uh, feeling suicidal, um, those three common feelings. And so, you know, I, I I mentioned that after the first, I got really into mentorship. Uh, I got on Veterati and, and other veteran sites. In addition to just helping out veterans I knew in my unit, veterans I had served with, um, and started introducing them to the free resources that are out there to help start and accelerate their community, help them prepare for jobs, things like that. Um, after the second loss, it expanded to really all of my time um, that I wasn't working is, is really helping veterans. And after the third, I was just like, you know what, I could spend every waking hour of my time mentoring and, and even teaching others how to mentor and you know, building these capabilities, but it's not going to be enough unless I can come up with a scalable way to connect people, uh, connect employers and connect veterans looking to, uh, to kind of work together. Because when I was at Deloitte Consulting, you know, big, reputable firm um, with just billions in resources, they really wanted to hire veterans all the time and were, you know, had millions of dollars that they were contractually incentivized to, to hire veteran contractors for and then tax benefits and hiring veteran employees. Uh, but, you know, they just weren't very efficient at doing that. And so I started thinking about the models that are really effective at bringing together employers and, and talent. And I started thinking about Upwork and Fiverr, um, the, the freelancer marketplace models, but they tend to focus on low wage jobs and, you know, jobs like that are really churned and burned. You got to struggle just to, to make even a buck, um, web design, content writing, stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I was like, why don't we have an Upwork or Fiverr like platform for the veteran community that focuses on high wage, high skilled jobs that we have free resources to get into? Um, so when I couldn't find anything out there like it, I kind of went to work building it. Um, and, you know, it's just, I, I think is, is pretty typical with us in the veteran community. When we see a problem, we jump in to fix it, uh, kind of adapt and overcome. And, you know, it hasn't been just me. It's been a, a group of veterans and uh, supporters of our community. And I've, um, you know, we launched our platform in October of 2021. Um, since, you know, since then, we've been growing pretty rapidly. We've got some great employer partners on board, uh, big tech companies, veteran-owned companies, uh, you know, where we have a huge pipeline stacked up of, of giant, you know, really desirable uh, top 100 companies to work for uh, that want to post on the platform as we hit different user points. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of opportunities at, at different stages in our growth. And uh, now we have over 100 active veteran users on the platform, too, all kind of skilled and continuing to upskill and working in professional services. Um, and our platform both helps them freelance uh, more efficiently and, and more easily, more profitably, but also helps people find full time jobs for those that don't want to work as freelancers. Um, so, you know, we uh, we're, we're out there to help the veteran community in any way possible. And we're doing that with kind of providing end to end career support with uh, other organizations in the veteran community, like Tech for Troops, who's helping provide free laptops and initial technology support for people who don't necessarily know how to use Microsoft Office or the tools on a, on a basic laptop. Um, and then our partner is Allegiant Giving, who provides uh, free Coursera licenses. And that's tremendously uh, beneficial because 
you know, allows veterans, military spouses and, and other dependents to get free certifications from Yale and Duke, uh, things that demonstrate to employers that they know an industry, they know, um, you know, different kind of subject knowledge or that they, you know, have a certification like a scrum master cert or something like that, that initially uh, qualifies them for a job. So yeah, it's a really a group effort, um, but it's, it's pretty awesome to, to be able to provide uh, value to the community like this with free resources. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I'm a little disappointed. I'm only now hearing about it because you, you mentioned Upwork and Fiverr and I'm uh, my day to day is in the e-com world. So I'm very familiar with virtual assistants and freelancers. Uh, a lot of people sitting at home just knocking out work uh, from, from their laptop or their computer. And it, it sounds like you, you've been pretty successful at, at building a platform centered around, you know, more highly skilled, uh, work and, and veterans, which is fantastic. Cause you know, like you said, a, a lot of companies want to hire veterans and a, a lot of companies don't, don't know how to find them or, or, or where, where to go looking for them. So I, I guess I am kind of curious, Brett, on your uh, initial, um, connection both with the businesses and the veterans so you know a company comes to you and says we want to hire veterans or a veteran comes to you and says hey i want to do freelance work like what does that connection look like what does that intake look like for for each of those situations yeah um so you know at this point i've pretty much had a personal um, touch point with all of our employers and the vast majority of the veterans coming out of the platform. So there's some security knowing that each is kind of embedded. Um, with the employers, I'm almost always talking to at least the president of the company, the chief human resource officer, or the chief information officer of the company, getting a sense of the work they do, the kind of roles they want to post for, um, really the, the resources they're looking at, the value they're going to be able to provide their veteran talent to make sure it's a good fit. And they're, they're going to provide a great opportunity. Um, I'll also go on and, and check their glass door and things like that and make sure that you know, their other employees have, you know, spoken well of their, their company and, uh, you know, they're going to provide positive uh, working environment for, for the veterans. Um, for the veterans and military spouses on our platform, uh, when they go to create an account on VetGigs, um, they have to submit a proof of military service, either them or, or their spouse, to show that they were, you know, either are still in or, uh, had an honorable discharge from the military uh, because that's, you know, basic requirement of a lot of our employers. And, you know, for those vets who had something other than an honorable discharge, you know, I'm still happy to help them be kind of a mentor and help connect them with the resources they can use, especially to get that upgraded to an honorable um, because, you know, people get out for all kinds of reasons, as you mentioned, uh, a lot of, you know, our, our folks with PTSD as well, um, you know, may have gotten out with, with issues, um, and may have been booted out because of behavioral issues that they had because of their PTSD. And a lot of those are getting overturned. Um, so, you know, but in order to be on the platform, you have to have that honorable discharge, um, or be a military spouse. And, uh, we verified that. And then anyone who wants to, to connect with us and talk to us about resources out there, 
they can find a number of resources on our website at vetgigs.com. But I also personally mentor many of the veterans who come on our platform um, and get an understanding of their career goals, their transition date if they're not out already, and really help them build out a custom plan using the free resources we have out there that are going to help them get there. Um, and then, you know, if they're interested in a job that's not on a platform, especially at a big consulting firm, since I've been in the industry for over five years, I can often get them an employee referral. Um, you know, of course, none of that creates revenue or anything for vet gigs, but that is not the reason why we started the company. Uh, we're all here about like helping veterans, um, you know, helping people in our community and, uh, you know, working together to make it happen. So uh, whatever it takes. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic, man. It, it's always nice to hear when, you know, the organization exists for the sole purpose of helping the veterans as, as opposed to, you know, when I got out and I went to the job fair, it sounded like really all they were interested in was my GI bill. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, we can get you free yeah. training. And you know, the GI bill goes in our, which is, it's fine. Like that's what it exists for, uh, further training and education, but, uh, just to be able to come and talk to someone like you, it's like, Hey, we have this whole opportunity over here and, uh, we're not just trying to put our hands in your pockets. So, yeah with everything you just talked about, you know, connecting with the employers, connecting with the veterans, you know, doing the onboarding process, finding the right fit. Uh, my question as it centers around the employers is what types of employers do you take on? Uh, you know, is it based off of the industry or the number of people they're capable of hiring or what does that really look like? So we don't have uh, standards per se as the size of the company or, um, you know, necessarily an industry, but we do focus on technology and professional services. And that's a pretty wide range of jobs. But the reason we focus on those is number one, because professional services roles um, tend to pay pretty well. You know, starting if you're going in a consulting firm, you're looking at $50 plus an hour as a subcontractor. As an employee, you're looking at close to six figures, if not over six figures at this point with the war on talent. Um, the other reason we focus on professional services and tech is that we find the jobs are challenging and it gives veterans a chance to use their wealth of skills and experience that they built in the military. And that was always a frustrating thing for me and something that I found, you know, I talk to veterans all the time and they're like, brother, thank you for like, you know, introducing me to these opportunities. I've been trying to, to transition for like six months and the only jobs I'm finding are, you know, security guard jobs. Uh, you know, people are telling me I should go into law enforcement. I don't want to be a cop. Like, it's not really, you know, it's great for some people, but, um, you know, all the time they get pushed into these, you know, typecast type roles that aren't right for them. And it leads them to feel, you know, worthless, helpless, and hopeless. And we're trying to, you know, show veterans that, look, you have so much more opportunity out there. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be in technology. It doesn't necessarily have to be in strategy consulting, but, you know, you can learn a, the functional side of a technology and help clients um, learn how to use that by, you know, based on, it's very similar to what we did in the military. You know, we, we implement a new system in the military. They send some private or specialist to really get to know it really well. And they're now the subject matter expert for the unit, you know, and they help the rest of the unit figure out how to use that software correctly. 
uh, to accomplish the mission. That's all a tech consultant does on the functional side. Um, yeah, there's there's a little more to it as far as like the, the business tact or whatnot, but um, overall that that's the main gist. And so it's more of a matter of just learning the technology and learning how to articulate your experience correctly on the, the resume. So you're viewed as an experienced hire instead of a, you know, the same level as someone new out of college. Um, so we've got companies on that are, you know, more startups and they're looking to hire someone at $50 an hour plus, or, you know, close to six figures in income. And it's, it's a valuable job that will give someone a, um, you know, a good amount, allow them to put their experience to work. Uh, we've also got a huge tech company like AppDirect, who, you know, is a, a giant e-commerce company, like an Amazon of, um, uh, of system architecture tools. When you're looking to build a big system, you know, the CIOs can say, I want this piece, this piece, this piece. Um, you know, we've got, uh, we've got Oscar Mike, I, I just talked to today, a big veteran apparel company and nonprofit, and they're going to be posting some jobs on vet gigs coming up. Um, so it's just a huge range. And we really kind of more take them on a company by company basis, understanding what their mission is, the opportunities they're going to give veterans, and um, the income that those jobs can provide to veterans. Because what we don't want is people boasting a bunch of low per hour, low salary jobs that they can kind of work the vet to death, like you may see on some other platforms out there. Um, because, uh, you know, we think that's come out with just a tremendous amount of, of experience and skills to provide military spouses as well. And uh, we just want to make sure they, they get a position that is uh, reflecting that. Yeah, uh, that's that's awesome, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I feel like when you talk about the, the hourly positions and stuff like that, like I have a guy that works for me at the warehouse, Army veteran. He's really just looking for that. Uh, stay busy type position and obviously nobody's going to work for free so um, but the you know there's plenty of job boards out there like I I use uh, some of the most common basic free ones because I I am looking for those people to just come in and hey can you follow basic instructions and are you happy not being customer facing and kind of doing the exact same thing over and over and over again? And the people who come in and want to be social butterflies, I say, hey, maybe this isn't the right fit. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't really, for those purposes, I don't really need a platform like yours um, or, or, you know, that, that wouldn't be an ideal fit because it, it sounds like you're definitely finding kind of the cream of the crop. You're, you're helping take those veterans and find that purpose, that, that fulfillment behind the work that they do. And, um, it, it's awesome that you get to connect them to companies like that, that, that want to scoop people up. And, uh, one of the reasons why I asked that question, uh, obviously is because I I've built an accidental network through doing the show. So, um, you know, my audiences, as well as my email list, uh, if there's anyone out there that decides that, Hey, maybe they, they have something that kind of lines up. Uh, with what you do, and then they can reach out to you, get the jobs posted, uh, and get even more opportunities for veterans. So uh, I'm really glad you explained that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's fantastic. I, I always welcome folks to reach out, um, you know, if they have potential jobs to post, or, 
you know, if they're a veteran or a military spouse who's uh, either currently working in a professional services consulting or technology field, um, or if they're just interested, you know, it's okay if you don't have those skills now. I tell them, you know, jump on bed gigs, make a profile with the skills you do have, set up a call with me, you know, reach out to us at info at vetgigs.com and we'll talk, you know, I'll get an idea of what you want to do. And, um, you know, I tend to have that very similar NCO relationship with, with, um, folks who, who jump on calls with me, you know, um, and we just kind of sit down and talk like, look, what are your goals? Where you want to be? Um, what are your interests? Maybe you don't know where, where, where you want to go. We'll help you figure that out. Um, and then, yeah, let's get you connected with the free resources out there. Aren't going to use your GI bill. Aren't going to drain your, your wallet. Um, and, uh, you can develop on your own time. Yeah, totally. So, uh, I'm, I'm definitely curious, uh, with, with everything going on, you know, um, uh, you used the term earlier, um, something about, uh, talent, the, the talent, the war on talent. Yeah. The war on talent. Uh, that was, (laughs) that was a good one. I I like that, but, uh, you know, basically, uh, a plethora of jobs, the, the pay is increasing everywhere. You've got, uh, tons of people either uh, looking for jobs or, or realizing that, you know, they don't have to be paid that uh, minimum wage per hour anymore. So uh, with, you know, everything that happened and everything that's currently happen- happening, what are uh, one or two of the challenges that you've dealt with and what have you done to overcome those challenges? Yeah, that's, uh, that is a really good question. Um, so we've had, you know, first off, one of the challenges that comes with running any kind of marketplace is you have to equally, you know, the same ratio, your magic ratio, grow your buyers and your sellers. And a talent marketplace is no different. Um, so it seems like I am always in one stage where I have, you know, a few too many employers, a few too many, um, few too many veterans or, or military spouses. Um, and we're always open to military spouses. That's a mil- veterans and military spouses. I never throttle, you know, new, new user growth there, but the employers, it's kind of tricky. We have to onboard folks at the right pace. So, um, or at least onboard people with the understanding that, you know, hey, we're, we're always growing on the veteran side. So don't get frustrated if there's not um, people, you know, re- responding immediately because we're out there recruiting for your roles as well um, at no cost to you just because we're, we're always getting opportunities in front of veterans. Um, so that's been one tricky piece. And a way to, you know, really combat that has been a bringing on really understanding employers who are supportive of our mission and really supportive of, you know, they're, they're passionate about providing veterans opportunities and, um, you know, just really passionate HR leaders who want to get diversity, equity, and inclusion talent. Um, so, you know, they're kind of casting the widest net possible. They're probably not just using us. Um, but you know, they are really serious about any candidates who come through our platform. Um, so that's been one big thing. Uh, another is, you know, I mentioned earlier using our ecosystem within the veteran community and getting opportunities that are currently posted or are going to be posted on vet gigs, um, in front of different groups through groups like, uh, vets to industry and, 
um, just other veteran organizations we work with who kind of have career fairs virtual or in person. Um, so that's been that's been a really huge piece for us too. Uh, but you know, I, I'm always telling HR leaders, look, we're we're kind of risk free to use because you can post all the jobs you want on vet gigs and it's free to your company. Uh, if you hire a contractor for us, you're not paying us anything on top of what you're paying that contractor, except for you know nominal 2.9% uh, Stripe fee for you know ensuring you uh, your payments process safely. Um, and then you know as, as an employee hire, you know they don't pay us anything unless uh, they actually hire that person. And, you know, for a lot of our veteran nonprofit partners, we provide free hires anyways, because we're always trying to reinvest in our nonprofit partners. Uh, so those who are, are sending us veterans and informing veterans of these opportunities, we actually give them a percentage of the profits um, generated through the platform. And those who are trying to hire and really grow their organizations and the mission they're doing, um, you know, we, we have no conversion fees, so they can hire folks off the platform, um, you know, for, for free up to, to an extent. So, yeah, we're always trying to be supportive of uh, other organizations in the community, helping veterans and military spouses. Yeah, totally. That's that's awesome, man. It, it sounds the more and more you talk about it like you uh, basically truly do have uh, the veteran version of Upwork or <laughs> and. And, you know, that's, that's fantastic. Cause it's, it's like a very niche thing um, where obviously we can uh, take our, our skills uh, that, that we learn, develop them further and, and definitely get connected with uh, quality companies over, over your platform. So I'm, I'm really interested because it, it sounds Brett, like you, uh, deal on a regular basis with the HR aspect. Uh, so resumes and interviews, what if you could come up with one or maybe two pieces of advice, uh, would you give to a veteran who is seeking employment, um, like a do or don't do this or that, uh, as yeah. well as an employer seeking to hire veterans? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's really interesting. You mentioned this because it's something I kind of talk about with my partners all the time and in different veteran organizations. And it's something I speak with the veterans I, I talk to The two pieces of advice. I pretty much give um, most of the veterans that come through that I'm offering resume support on is number one. And this is not just for veterans, but for anyone who's really looking to make their resume go from good to great. It's, it's not a bad thing to talk about what you've done at your jobs or volunteer work or anything. But if you're going to talk about what you've done, talk about the impact you had at that organization too, in two ways, top line impact and bottom line impact. And you may think in the military, we don't really have top line. We're not generating revenue in the military, nor are we, um, do we necessarily have a bottom line? But we do have two things. You have productivity and you have, you know, your pro what you did with how you generated productivity with kind of, a, you know, more accelerated, like uh, more resources saved, essentially. So if you accomplished your, you know, company's objective uh, 
basically 50% faster. You're able to get people through qualification uh, 50% faster using 50% less ammo because you've kind of tightened everyone in the truck group. You're using, um, you know, spe specific training you instituted, you know, dry fire drills or whatnot that just made things more efficient, whatever. Um, that's bottom line impact, you know, you and top line impact. You increased weapons qualifications by 50% and, you know, did it using 50% less, uh, you know, resources. But, you know, that said, I, you know, the other piece is I would take out all the military jargon, basically, you know, still say you're in the military, but instead of saying you were a company commander, say you're a, a program manager or business, business unit leader, um, you know, put it in a term that's going to be directly relevant and understood by your hiring manager. And if you're not sure, ask, jump on Veterati, talk to me, talk to, to someone who understands the industry that you're going into and have them look over your resume and, and whatnot before you apply. So they can say, yep, this will make sense. This will make sense. You need to reword this. This is how I reword it. Call this job this, call that job that. And if you do that, they're, you're going to have a much better chance of them looking at your resume and say, oh, yeah, this guy has five years of relevant experience. Um, so you don't end up where a lot of veterans do, uh, basically starting your job with a bunch of college hires who have never had a job in their life. Um, and, you know, I've done that. Like, I, that's how I started at Deloitte. And, you know, I just was grinding it out for years going like, wow, I my peers here, have, their last job is babysitting. You know, it's a top firm, you know, in the, in the world, like it, it, as far as like consulting gross revenue, I believe, but um, it, you know, I was very happy to be at the company, but I probably should have started one or two levels higher than I did. Um, and that was a painful mistake to learn. But one, I, I try and help other veterans and military spouses from, um, you know, having to learn the hard way. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, I agree with that. And I think that's something, uh, a lot of us don't realize or struggle with, we get out and, you know, especially uh, more top line leaders. Like I got a buddy that got out as a first sergeant or command sergeant major after 25 years. And, um, I, I know a, a ton of those guys and they go into the next company. They start at the bottom and they're perfectly fine with that. But at the same time, depending on what it is, you know, for example, one guy I know, uh, had to work to get in his hours so he could get his license in the trade. So, you know, that's obviously a little bit different than, um, something where you've already got the skill and you just need a place to put it into practice. So I, I think it's fantastic that that advice that you're giving out is like, Hey, you know, how you word it is, is kind of going to help you get into a position where you're not working with babysitters. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I want to move now into uh the the four questions that we've had brewing as i like to call them brett um but it it sounds like you're a pretty busy guy overall and uh you know spending so much time with veterans and whatnot when you do find that free time what do you like to do for fun yeah, as you said, you know, between my job and consulting that pays the bills and, you know, getting vet gigs uh, really rolling is, 
you know, it doesn't leave me a lot of free time, but I, I value the time I do have. And, you know, when I do have it, I tend to, you know, just mainly spend it with my wife and my two dogs. Um, we got a little plot of land out in central Texas and, uh, you know, just kind of middle of nowhere among the, the longhorns. And I, I just love spending time outdoors with them. And, uh, you know, I got a smoker a while ago, um, you know, great deal for somebody at the BFW. And so, you know, just sitting outside and smoking some meat, you know, playing around with the dogs, uh, hard to, hard to find a better way to spend an afternoon than that. And you're telling me, I, I just <laughs> left, uh, a veteran buddy down in, uh, in Fayetteville at, had a birthday and they smoked some brisket for that. And, uh, man. That was, some, <laughs> that was some good stuff, man. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as, as far as books, um, I'm always interested, uh, to find out what people are reading. Um, I, I heard you, uh, out of context earlier, uh, use the phrase, uh, good to great. Um, that's a excellent book, but, uh, hopefully I didn't steal your thunder, but what book oh. or books are you currently reading? So I actually just happen to have one here that I find really helpful, which is uh, Measure What Matters by John Dewar. Um, mm. And it, it's really an excellent book for not just entrepreneurs and not just, you know, consultants, but it focuses on the concept of OKRs, which is objectives and key results, um, which, you know, your, your objective is some kind of quantifiable thing, like maybe you want to increase um, users, for example, by, you know, 10,000 uh, year over year. And then your key results are exactly how you plan on getting there. Maybe it's through marketing partnerships, maybe it's through, you know, um, a influencer support or, you know, something like that, new pipelines of, of users coming in from other organizations. And uh, it, it's just an incredibly helpful way of organizing, not just your professional, but your personal goals too. Um, so, you know, it, it just helps you kind of put very uh, ambitious but doable uh, numbers together and, you know, just helps you kind of monitor your progress and really do a rough outline that on, you know, how you plan on getting there. Um, so it, it's really helped me with vet gigs initially in the building of it because there was just so much going on, so many plates up in the air, so many different skills I had to learn to be able to do that because I'm not a deep technical guy. Um, and, uh, you know, since then, it's just been about, you know, marketing and, and getting other folks involved to share the good word about, you know, all the value we're, we're doing and trying to put the job opportunities we have in front of other veterans. Um, so it's been a really great way to monitor that and help other people involved in the organization visualize what we're doing too. Um, and what's kind of cool is, you know, if you have an organization, uh, you know, I may do it as the founder and CEO and I have my OKRs for the organization, but then each of my teams can do their own OKRs on how they're going to support that. And you see, it really just kind of flows down throughout the organization. It's everyone on kind of a common understanding and common path. Um, so I find it really, really helpful. Yeah. I, I like that, uh, you know, always, always turning something into an acronym, uh, <laughs> us, us military folks. And, uh, you know, um, 
another one is KPMs, key performance measures. You know, I I, I deal a lot with those uh, because um, I'm kind of on the report side of things. So taking a look at what numbers we hit last month um, and then, you know, setting the, uh, I guess you would call them OKRs, the goals and figuring out how we can use that to facilitate our growth so we can increase our, our metrics uh, for the next month. So I, I definitely, definitely think that's a book that I, I need to read. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not sure I'd have to look back. Um, I don't know if I've been keeping up with putting it in the show notes, but I'm definitely going to put a link to that one in the show notes, uh, for this episode. So, um, now this is a little bit more of a deep question, Brett, and, um, I, I hope I don't trip you up too much. Uh, there's no wrong answer, but if you could have a beer with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, uh, you know, this is one I was thinking about kind of recently, uh, actually with the, the passing of Colin Powell. And I remember doing a book report on Colin Powell when I was a kid and his quotes and kind of methodology and outlook on leadership uh, was always really inspiring to me. Um, the idea that you know, you uh, basically, uh, I remember one in particular where he said, you know, loyalty to me means giving me your total honest opinion and then respecting the decision I make and going with it from there. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but, um, you know, that, that's something I try to carry with me into the army. And I always try to talk to, to guys and gals on, on, in my squad platoon, um, you know, really make sure they weren't afraid or, you know, um, ambivalent and giving me their total unfettered opinion. And um, then, yeah, you know, they, they never seemed to question the orders that I, I gave because, you know, they trusted that I heard them out. I had all the information and, you know, had an idea for what we were doing and it served me well in business too. Um, so, yeah, he's just a fantastic, fantastic guy from everything I'd read um, and heard from folks who had met him. Um, think it would have been a pretty pretty amazing experience to meet it myself. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I like I like that choice. Um, <clears throat> I I myself uh, recently a um, little bit on a sentimental trip, but uh, I, you know I got a list of names on my arm that I would I would have a beer with. But if it, if it comes to you know someone in a leadership position, uh, I did read um, how more on leadership, which is um, actually he's, I don't even think he's the author now that I think about it, but it was a phenomenal book. Um, and that is an old school general right there, but, um, mm -hmm. I would, I would probably just want to pick his brain if, if I had that yeah. opportunity. So yeah, yeah. Colin Powell, um, definitely a interesting person. And I think we all have a lot to learn from him. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I think that's such a, a common thing, you know, in our community. Yeah, we all have those fond memories of um, the battle buddies we lost, you know, we, we carry on our arm and, you know, bracelets or tattoos. And uh, yeah, it's definitely hard to, I think we all just give about anything, you know, to uh, have a beer with them one more time, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, so uh, 
probably the most important question, Brett. Uh, obviously, we want to reach as many people as possible, whether somebody decides that they want to uh, start a business like you have, uh, they're an employer who wants to be connected or they're a veteran or a veteran's spouse uh, who needs that help and uh, guidance. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find us on vetgigs.com, V-E-T-G-I-G-S.com. You know, I tell everyone, you know, even if you don't feel like you're ready for a job yet, jump on, make an account, and then we'll work on building those skills. Um, You can also find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, and, you know, there'll be links on there to to get to our site as well. But vetgigs.com is a good way to do it. And if you're interested in talking with me or someone from my team or one of our partners at uh, different nonprofits out there, um, you know, reach out to us at info at vetgigs.com and we'll be happy to work with you whatever way you need. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So ladies and gentlemen, I always say this, but I think this is an extremely important time to bring it up. And that is leave us a five-star review. That is the one thing you can do uh, to support the small businesses on this show. And in this specific scenario, the veterans as well, uh, because it is 100% free. I do not charge for five-star reviews and it puts the episodes back to the top of the feed so itunes spotify iHeartRadio, amazon audible and everywhere else knows that this is a show and an episode that people want to listen to and i think if it's never uh been important it is important on this episode specifically so we can reach as many veterans and veteran families as possible to help them out so once again leave us five-star review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts Most importantly, tell your friends to subscribe as well as that helps spread the word. And once again, the goal of this episode is to help as many veterans as possible. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to me and Brett uh, brag about how we were the uh, best job in the Army. Brett, I want (laughs) to thank you uh, for coming on. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to hop on this call with me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Ron. It was a blast. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, hang out for just a second, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you on the next episode of Business and Brews. This has been the Business and Brews Show, hosted by yours truly, Ryan Smeltz. Edited and produced by Ryan 